Hello, nerds. We're brought to you by Proper Cloth. Proper Cloth is a premium quality, perfect fitting shirt that you can buy over at propercloth.com. Now, here's the thing. When we're getting emails from you guys, a lot of common questions are, how should I dress for my date? How can I look really good and really proper for my date in a way that will impress her? Here's the thing. There's really no right or wrong answer, but if you're wanting to leave a really great impression, Proper Cloth is going to help you with that. Now, six months back, they asked me to try out one of their shirts and they said, our shirts will last a while. Yes, they do cost a little bit more than your standard shirts, but they will last you a lot longer and that dollar will go a lot farther than it would with a bunch of these other shirts, which will rip, which will tear, which will look worn down and ratty after a few washes. Not with proper cloth. Not only is it custom fitted to fit your body in a way that's going to make you look great because that's the thing fitting clothes really does matter you don't want a shirt that looks too big on you or a shirt that looks too small on you and with proper cloth they make sure that the shirt looks perfectly fit on you so it is properly conforming to your size and shape which is great that's what you need now here's the thing these shirts do cost a little bit more and the quality is in the pricing of course but we're here to help if you use gift code nerds and love at checkout you will get twenty dollars off your first custom shirt now again these shirts do last a lot while but we're going to give you a little bit of a discount here so that you can get the shirt that you need and get into a shirt that's going to get you more dates and hopefully more success in your dating life so check out propercloth.com see what kind of shirts they have and hopefully you can find one that will get you farther in your dating life with that said let's get on with the show thanks for your time She won't get married because she's never been in love. Andy's really hot. And don't get me wrong, you're cute too, but Andy is like cut from Marvel. He's gorgeous. He's like this beautiful face and this incredible body. And I genuinely don't care that he's kind of lame. For a lot of people, love isn't just a slogan. And if he hits you again, you tell me. I'd be forced to knock his teeth out. I don't think that would be such a good idea. He's big. I'm sorry. It's written into my character to do it, so I do it. What do you mean love? You mean a big lightning bolt to the heart where you can't eat and you can't work and you just run off and get married and make babies. Wait, wait, wait. Don't leave. Don't leave, please. I could use your help. Take this quarter. Go downtown and have a rat gnaw that thing off your face. Good day to you, madam. Have you been single for far too long? Are you out of touch with the dating game? Regardless of your plight, we're here to help. Put your hands together for the crew of the Nerds in Love podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Nerds in Love podcast. I'm your host, Curtis. With me, as always, is Dr. Stephanie Sarkis, PhD, who you can find over at stephaniesarkis.com. How are you today, Steph? Good. How are you? Good. We were just talking about Game of Thrones and the very, uh, some might say, infamous scene with Maisie Williams from the last episode. And she posted on Twitter that if you feel uncomfortable about it, that my entire family and my brothers and sisters and parents all watch this 
Like, so it has to be yeah. pretty horrifying. That's why I don't, <laughs> I don't think it's a body double, because if it was a body double, then she probably would just be like, oh, that wasn't me, that was just a body double. But the fact that she was like, yeah, that was uncomfortable means she probably bared all, or at least most of it. Or she might also be under contractual obligation to not say whether it was a body double or not. Mm, that's interesting. So. Um, but yeah. But you is... posted somewhere. Oh, go ahead. Oh no, you go ahead. You, I think you posted online that you that you have gotten to know the director of a couple of movies. Yeah, yeah. So what's what's that about? So share with everyone. Yeah. So I uh, I regularly go see movies for review and and a lot of times what they'll try to do is they'll try to send you a send you to a screener which is just an event that a lot of other people are invited to but -hmm. sometimes they find that like it's not worth it like maybe they're only going to get like three or four people so it's better for them to uh give you a pass and then you can just go see the movie well i had a a pass to go see this movie and um i was like ah, it's in some ways it's easier because you can just go whenever you want Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm not going to name the name because I think technically he wants to say low key that he's in Vancouver. But I went to go use my um, pass, and uh, I at the literally at the same screening at the same theater he was using a similar pass, and I was like, oh well, you know maybe he's a film critic too, and I just don't know him. So I thought I'd say hi. I'm like, hey, you know I. I'm, uh, you know, as film critics, you know, it's, it's interesting that we have, uh, we, we get to go do these. And he's like, well, I'm not a film critic. And I'm like, <laughs> oh. But it was weird because he didn't want to say who he was. So I was like, well. Oh, that's kind of nice, though, that he's not like, well, don't you know who I am? I mean, that's the worst. Yeah. Well, then it got kind of funny because we were chatting and we were having a good conversation. And then he goes, well. I'll follow you on Twitter. And I'm like, okay, sure. Yeah, why not? Oh, nice. I'm, I'm thinking like, you know, whatever. People want to follow me on Twitter all the time. And I'm like, I'll be polite <laughs> and go along with it. Okay, that was just the equivalent of don't you know who I am? <laughs> kind of, yeah. I was like, well, People you can add me on. You can add me. You can follow me on Twitter if you want. You know, knock yourself out. <laughs> well, then I go look at my notifications and I saw that it was verified. So I'm like, well, if it's verified, I, I should probably check this out. And it was him, and it was, and yeah, he's like oh, Oscar nominated director and all this other stuff, and that's pretty neat. Yeah, and now we're, we're now we're chatting it up in the DMs and being oh, cool, best of friends. Yeah, so now I'm oh, expecting nice. that I'm gonna have a cameo in an Oscar nominated film in the near future. Of course you are. Yeah, so of course we'll see how it goes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that that's that was uh, that was that's. Part of my interesting week, part of the, that interesting week also includes these emails from listeners, uh, including, uh, oh, I guess we should probably say this podcast is not a substitute for mental treatment, as always. But anyways, uh, Jesse says, nerds, I've been seeing this guy for three weeks. It's not a, it's not been a serious relationship, and I'm wanting to move forward with a guy I see a future with. Is it okay to break up over text? I This is, I think, a generational thing, because I'm Generation X. You're a millennial, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I would say no, but I don't know how much of that's rooted in that, you know, I've up to this point lived most of my life without texting. It didn't mm. occur until when did people first text? Like 2006, 2005? Something like that. Yeah. Okay. So I was in my 20s. Yeah. Yeah. I was in my 20s with texting. <laughs> so, but it really hadn't taken off until, I don't know, last 15 years or so. But I, so. 
people of my era, I can't believe I actually said that I sound old, um, would just call the person just out of respect and you didn't really have another way to do it except by email, but even email was, I don't know when you've spent time with someone, I think it, when you do it over text, I think you, it takes the reality, the emotions out of it. And I think sometimes people say stuff over text. They wouldn't say to somebody's face. Mm. Now the exception to that is if you are in a relationship where you feel like the person might be unstable or act out when you break up with them, then, you know, you might want to just, text them instead but otherwise i think it's just a sign of respect to call them and let them know right and it depends how long the relationship's been how serious it was but um three weeks yeah i think he kind of is owed a phone call i don't know what do you think again that's a generational thing i think but uh well i think it largely it depends on the content of the breakup Mm -hmm. um like if this was a case where because i think like i read uh, an interesting article that said like really the delivery method of your breakup should really depend on how much information you need to relay um you know if you're writing mm. what you want to say in a breakup it ends up being like paragraphs paragraphs yeah don't send a text just call them or meet up in person but if this is something where it's relatively relatively short and simple you can probably mm-hmm. just you know, text them and say something like, Hey, I found someone that's more in line with what I'm looking for in a relationship. Wish you Ooh, the best. that's brutal. But I oh, mean, if that's, that's brutal, oh, but if that's all you, how about just, it doesn't, <laughs> what, what if you just said like, it doesn't work. It didn't work out. <laughs> well, I guess I was, yeah, I was just, oh, I was just paraphrasing, but yeah, <laughs> you should probably start with a compliment and you know, <laughs> instead of I found someone better for me. <laughs> And then go and th- yeah exactly. Start oh, off by saying, you know, hey, <laughs> I uh, I I really like uh, your 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 generosity or something. Like give a compliment and be like, yeah, but I found someone else. No, no yeah, I, I don't, don't know. think you need to say that. Yeah, I think you can just say, you know. But no, like I think it largely depends on like how much you want to say, right? And like right. I don't know how much uh, Jesse you want to say. If you if you don't really want to give, if you don't really feel like you have much to explain or much to relay then yeah i would say probably text is fine but i think the problem with breaking up over texting is when there's a lot a lot of dimension to the breakup or the relationship or whatever if you try to break up over text and there's all that added dimension it just makes it such a mess because then they're gonna have questions and you're gonna want probably just want it to be over with and it's just gonna keep on going and going so in some ways, it's better to determine first off, like, is this something where you think like they're going to have questions? They're going to, uh, you know, maybe have some things they want to address. Uh, it's or you share property. That's another one. Well, yeah. Need to talk. Yeah, that's more generally. I I doubt that they probably own property together after. Well, two I mean, weeks. not these people, but, but no. Um, but at that point, that's. That gets really messy, and that's probably like mm-hmm. when you gotta probably start seeing a lawyer or something like that. But or if uh, you have a pet together or something, yeah. I, I think if you live together, yeah, you definitely don't want to do that for text. But um, yeah, you know, there have been cases where people have been in a relationship that that had some domestic violence, in, and sometimes that's you don't want to see the person because of the potential for for an issue. So mm-hmm. so that I think is understandable, but. Um, and maybe even necessary. Um, but yeah, I think it's, I, I think it's whatever you can live with long-term. And yeah, if it's going to be a paragraph, just call the person. Texas is really meant just to 
do like, you know, two, three word answers. Yeah. Not paragraphs. Also, you should probably be prepared to that. Like if you're going to, uh, break up with them over text, you probably want to like, yeah, start off with a compliment, give your reasons for the breakup and then close it. And when I say close it, I mean like leave it in a place where really like you, you've wrapped a bow on it and it's done. They may text you back and they may want to discuss it with you, but you need to be able to like actually just say like this, you know, you have to be confident enough and say like, hey, you know, this is what I what I want, blah, blah, blah. Um, and in some ways that can be better and I can see why people would want to because it's a lot easier to sort of tie up a bow on it send off a text rather than meet in public where maybe who knows, you know, you've got the added factor of, you know, maybe there might be some sort of kickback from that person. They might cause a scene that might get violent who knows. So at least if you do something like that over text, there's the, the safety net of that. It obviously sucks. And I think the breakup regardless would not be fun for anybody, but I mean, uh, in terms of yourself, I mean, you're at least a little more protected from that. I would hope. I just realized I wrote about this in some of my books. So I think I wrote in the gaslight book too. Um, you don't really have to give a reason when you break up with someone, you can just say, this just isn't going to work out, but you have to be very clear that it's over. Um, you may want to, you may be tempted to say, Oh, well maybe we can be friends. Um, and you, you don't want to do that because it really opens the door for the other person, to not get the final kind of statement from you that it's done. Yeah. Um, it, it leaves an open door. So, and also I recommend too, if you're going to do it in person, meet in a public place. Yeah. Um, so, and again, you, it, you know, and sometimes stuff just happens. Sometimes you just realize it's not going to work out and you don't even really need to have a, a reason that you think is valid or not. It could just be that you just feel like this person isn't the right person for you. And that's an acceptable answer. And not all yeah. breakups are going to go well. Nope. But I breakups think... are going to be messy. I think even if you 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 don't need to always justify your reasons, but I think maybe just giving it giving some sort of semblance of what your reasons are is always helpful. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think right, you have like to necess- I don't think you have to necessarily justify it and back it up. The person mm-hmm. ki- if the person gives you kickback, but I think it's more so for the person doing the breakup to at least for themselves at least like sort of lay out why so that other person at least knows where they're coming from. Right, that could just be like I just don't think we're getting along anymore. Yeah. I think we just have different paths or yeah yeah you could just say something like hey i just it's not working out for me or whatever and that yeah you know but if you do have like if you are able to articulate a reason i think it always does help because otherwise Mm -hmm. this other person may start to make assumptions like maybe like hey maybe this person just thinks i stink or something like you never know uh so it's never a bad thing to just sort of give some semblance of an idea as to why but you don't have to uh okay cool well good luck jesse with the breakup regardless of whether you do it over text or not but uh, yeah i would say generally speaking it's not i don't think it's as bad as some people may paint it to be it's just how you handle it is more so the issue Mm -hmm. um all right do you want to read danielle sure danielle says i'm visiting family in a different state which my crush knows would it be weird to give him a small souvenir keychain when I get back? We don't get to hang out after school, but he helps me with homework and my studies after class. So I thought it would be a nice gesture as a thank you. Would it be odd? Would it be too obvious or seem desperate? Danielle. Danielle, I think people just like gifts. 
um, most people do. And I think it's a nice gesture. And you do have contact with this person. It's not like you don't have any contact with them. You're just like, here's a keychain. You know, I mean, that might be awkward. But, um, but I say, yeah, sure, why not? You want <laughs> Put the lotion in the basket. I realized, you no, know, as soon as I said that, I'm like, I sound like Buffalo. Was it Buffalo Bill? Bu- yeah, Buffalo Bill, yeah. <laughs> if For the young folk that don't know, that's from um, Silence of the Lambs, which yeah. is an excellent movie. Yeah. So, so anyways. <laughs> don't dance like Buffalo know, Bill dance, whatever you do. Oh, I just remembered that. Oh, that's horrible. Okay. Yeah. So, so anyway. <laughs> Anyways, Danielle, sure, why not? You you have a friendship going, so I think a keychain is not like you're buying them a big ticket item. Um, yeah. So sure, why not? It's a nice gesture. I would just give it with the expectation that you don't have any expectations. You're just giving it as a gift to be nice. So yeah, I guess I sort of. I wonder what the like purpose here or goal here is. It's like if you're getting this person a gift to maybe express your uh, feelings for them. Uh, then maybe that might not get taken the right way. Like, I guess I, there's no indication here of like why you want to get this person a gift. And I don't, I think it matters in that. Like if you want to just get this person a gift as like a uh, gift is, you know, like you got this person a souvenir, that's not, that's a good thing to do. I mean, you don't need to worry about it, but if you're doing this as like some kind of expression that you uh, like this person, like, and that's kind of where I'm getting the impression that maybe this might just be like, this might not just be a, hey, getting a gift for somebody while I'm in a different country just for the sake of it, but maybe as an expression of their feelings. And if that's the case, I don't know if that person's necessarily going to pick up on it like that. Um, nor would it probably be, if that's what your intended goal is, I don't think it's going to necessarily accomplish that. So I'm, I'm guessing, I'm just wondering, like, what is your goal here with this gift? If it's just to get somebody a gift, regardless of whether you, they're uh, a, a crush or not, you can get them a gift. That's fine. But if they're, if you're wanting to, you know, get them a gift to sort of like a, hey, I, I really appreciate you. I like you. Maybe we should hang out sometime. You got to probably figure out something else because I don't know if a, a keychain is necessarily going to tell this person like, hey, I, I really like you or something like that. I don't know. Maybe I'm reading yeah. too much into it. No, I think you're in. I like that. I like your answer. Thank you. Just yeah, just give it because you're a nice person. Yeah. Without expecting anything. If that's the, like all you're really giving it for, then yeah, go ahead. You shouldn't yeah. shouldn't stop you. So. Right. And yeah, if it doesn't get the message across, at least they know you're a nice person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then maybe they'll start maybe thinking about that. Yeah. So. Or, uh, so you gotta tell us, though. Hmm? Yeah. Or maybe you, you can even just, like, you know, take them out for for a bite or, you know, do something and give them the gift then. And you can, you know, treat it like a date. But, you and know. do it like this. Here's a keychain. Yeah, just be like, <laughs> hey, I got you this keychain. But also treat it like a date. I don't know. I, I, at the end of the day, I would say probably, Daniel, you gotta just express your feelings for this person. You gotta let them know how you feel. Yeah, I guess it depends on what's at risk, too. But yeah. Dan's not asking us that, so I won't get, into, I won't get too much into that. No, but. I feel like I, you could probably read into this a lot more, but I I just, yeah. I, I always kind of try to stop myself because I'm like, I don't feel like I have enough information, but then I'm like, well, I could probably just assume, but you know what happens when we assume and we can make an ass out of you and me. So, and, But we could also help a lot of people have the same question. That's true. 
So I don't know. I feel like, yeah, Daniel, you got to ask yourself, why am I giving this gift? If it's really just for the sake of giving a gift and just to, you know, show appreciation for this person, then sure. If you're wanting to express your love and admiration, probably you could do it differently, I'd say. But yeah, cool. So either way, it's okay. Either way is okay. Yeah. Derek's up next. Derek says, nerds, I've been seeing this girl for four months and we both love to eat out a couple times a week. We used to order similar things or something the other person would enjoy, but sometimes that we're in a new city or restaurant and I want to order something that I want to eat. I've started to do this and she says I'm being selfish. Am I? Is there a better way to handle this? She's otherwise great and I feel like we're just not adulting this well enough. Thoughts? I love how First, I really like that. We're, I don't think I don't know if we're adulting this well. I really like that. Yeah. That's... Yeah. I think it's a communication thing. Like, just you know, I'm sure there's a reason why she's getting frustrated. Maybe you just don't quite understand why. Maybe ask her why it's upsetting her, uh, and maybe just communicate that you want to, you know, try these different foods. I'm sure there's a, a balance that you guys can strike. I mean, I, it can't be overly difficult to maybe find some kind of impasse. Maybe you order both dishes and then everyone's happy. There you go. So I, I went, I went a little bit of a different take with this. I agree that to talk about it, but I would let Derek know that, that the norm is actually ordering what you want. Again, that depends on culture, but yeah, uh, where I live, you order what you want. And I could see where maybe she thinks that you're ordering community food. What I call community food like a platter and it's just understood that everybody eats off of that because there are a lot of restaurants that do that style of food mm-hmm. but you can both order whatever you want most people do that um i don't think it's selfish if you're in a new city and you want to order something um i i everybody's got their quirks but i don't know if it sounds like otherwise you said she's great um but i'm wondering does this bleed into other areas of your life too that you want to do something a little different and you're told that you're selfish um, so that might be something to look at, but uh, I see no problem with you ordering what you want and to do it without guilt or sh- being shamed. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes you want to just try something new. But I, I think would... it's totally normal to go to a new restaurant and order something that you've never had before. Yeah. And sometimes when people eat, they get used to like this like tapa mindset of like ordering different things. Right, but... right. Yeah, like having the community food. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's like not every restaurants like that and not only that but not everyone likes to eat like that so as long as you don't want people to eat off your plate too yeah and that's wanna, okay i wouldn't want to eat off stuff's plate i want my own plate i'm no, just kidding i would eat <laughs> i would eat off stuff's plate i did have someone though one time ask me if they could eat the rest of my soup and that was really weird that's yeah, just that's weird that's that's too much if i don't offer you and say hey do you want to fry it i don't know i'm not the kind of person you just reach over and grab something off my plate that i don't know there are people have different ways of doing stuff but that's not me but definitely yeah. not soon. that's another level i think like uh there was there was a date i went on where the girl started eating at my fries and i was okay with this because i'm like you know what I, I can share my fries that's fine like she didn't order fries and i was trying out the onion ring and then i had a burger and she ended up taking like the burger and started eating that i'm like hey that's my burger like what? I, really yeah. I'm like Christy, i think some people think like if you eat off somebody's plate the calories don't count <laughs> i think maybe yeah you know, i see a lot of people that say oh i'm not hungry the, yeah. the other person orders and the other person's like oh nom nom yeah I eat half of it which i think i'm probably guilty probably but, 
Um, yeah, it depends on your relationship with the person too. Yeah. If you're on a first date and somebody reaches over and starts eating your hamburger, yeah, but that's like, jeez, we're not even sleeping together yet. You're already taking my food. <laughs> that's your that's your your line in the sand. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we're not even going ass to mouth yet. You're already taking my food. Jeez. Oh my god. I'm just kidding. Uh... You, sh- you should probably <laughs> share food before you do anything like that. <laughs> I'm laughing, but you can't hear me because I'm laughing so hard. But now I'm not because I'm talking. Okay. <laughs> I remember like years ago, like when we first started doing this, somebody was like, when's a good point to go ask to mouse with somebody? So I always think it was just like an inside joke to be like, well, you know, with your, once you're sharing fries, that's when you can start heading on that path. Oh, and so, but you didn't come up with that until just now. Huh? No, I, I occasionally so, will make the ass mouth jokes, but uh, lately... But never I, fries. So this is a new one with the fries. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, so I, I appreciate that you're venturing out a new kind new jokes. of limits. Yeah. 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 I like that. <laughs> would you go, Next! <laughs> listeners, would you go ass to mouth before sharing fries with someone? Let us know. I'm just and kidding. if you're in the car with your kids, we apologize greatly. Oh, this so. is Mark explicit, so we they know what they're Oh, it is? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that changes everything. I mean, if you're listening to your kids, <laughs> at least you're exposing them to new ideas, so that's something. <laughs> All right. Okay. Next up is Brandon. Brandon says I don't even right. know where we are. What? Oh, it, this is you? I think so. Go. I think... I think Brandon might be you, but I can read it because you're still recovering from laughter. So, uh, oh wait, oh yeah, oh yeah, this is me. You want to read it? I, I mean, sure. I can read it if you want. I just I disrupted everything with my ass to mouth jokes, and <laughs> I think you probably just need to give your mouth a rest at this point. <laughs> probably, I've been incriminating us all. Brandon says, so I'm on OkCupid and one day I get a message from someone who I can describe as an attractive looking person. Something felt off, but I couldn't pinpoint what. Read the profile top to bottom and seemed okay, so I replied. Escalated texting, planning a date, and well, the date. The problem is that this person is transgender, male to female. I respect what LGBTQ people have to go through, but this is not someone I can have a biological family with, and this isn't a, this is important to me. So I was playing all, but I ended up telling the person that this isn't something I could accept and that I wouldn't be seeing them again. An hour later came the text. I am being called transphobic and not understanding. This got picked up on social media and people are now DMing me and telling me that I'm transphobic and closed-minded bigot. I know I can just ignore it all, but this is looking bad on me. How should I handle this? Brandon. Brandon, um, that person was not open in their profile. Um, and some people would say, well, that's not something you want to share in your profile or it's, or it's up to the person. But I think we've discussed on this podcast before that that's an important thing yeah. that that you should disclose. Um, mm-hmm. so, and it sounds like you handled that well. I mean, we don't know exactly how you responded to the text, but it's never okay to, um, harass people online. And if you are being harassed or threatened, report it to the social media provider. That's just unacceptable, um, to be harassed. And it, yeah. if someone says they're not interested, don't text them. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's, yeah. that's just basic dating stuff. So, mm. and don't put their stuff on social media. So... I don't know if it's looking bad on you. I mean, how, I don't know how far this has been taken, but you know, you can request that those 
those texts or, or whatever posts they have are taken down. Yeah. Um, but I don't know, what do you think? You can report those kind of posts. So, um, yeah, I think the issue here is more of a societal one because I think a lot of transgender uh, people get very much pushed into a position of having to be defensive all the time. Uh, not Well, not all the time. I don't want to speak generally, but like it can create a defensive mindset, I guess, where you know people feel like they have to explain themselves or defend themselves or whatever else. Uh, I, I was actually reading a thing on this where like you can just look up like conversations about transgender uh you know whatnot on the internet and like you can find on like reddit and twitter people where things where people will have a semi-respectful opinion like obviously like you know just saying like hey this is how i feel blah 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 and people will still argue with it and be like well you don't understand this you don't understand that so i think like what i kind of read it from this is like i think you just have somebody who's very defensive and maybe has had a lot going on that sort of put them into that position where they feel like they have to argue and they have to debate and they have to do these kind of things to put you on this pedestal that you know doesn't sound like you've done anything to deserve um you know whatever for whatever reason that you don't want to be with this person it sounds like you wanting to have a biological family is the main thing and that obviously makes a, a lot of sense um, although i will point out though that just being with someone does not guarantee you're gonna be able to have biological children but no. that's kind of an aside but no I, yeah that's it so that, i don't yeah. know if that's neither here nor there but but i mean in the more immediate like if you're if you're talking to somebody who's transgendered that's definitely going to be like without a doubt precluded that's not something that's going to be happening so i i yeah i think at the end of the day like you you've let yourself be known and this person's being defensive I would actually say probably best to just leave it alone because I think when people get into a defensive mindset like this, kind of going against that might create a, a worse situation uh, where people maybe go, well, you know, now I have to argue with him more. I have to engage more and it's going to escalate and escalate until it just gets to be far worse than it needs to be or should be. So I'd say probably best to just leave it be. If you feel like, you know, maybe there's you know, you're, you're in jeopardy, uh, or you're, you've got some sort of risk involved, then you might want to look into contacting the authorities or the social media channel that, you know, they're doing this through, but I would probably try to avoid it and just sort of see if this can just subside on its own. I don't think engaging with somebody who's already in a defensive mindset is going to do much of anything, but yeah, that's just me. Yeah, it's just never okay to harass anyone online. No, it's not. And I, I feel like this person, it may come across as harassment, but I feel like this person is just defensive and maybe they've just had a really bad time trying to... I guess I I guess I mean more um, the that it was posted on social media and people are DMing them. That's the part I think the harassment. Yeah. Not so much the texting part. I mean, we don't know the context of text, but definitely the having people DM you and tell you you're transphobic. Um, mm -hmm. you know, it's again, I would say, Brandon, if, if you've been threatened or if there's continued harassment, report it. Yeah. And that would be, that would be for anyone that's getting any kind of harassment or threatening comments. Yep. Cool. Um, all right. Next up is 
Daria. Daria says, nerds, I, 25, female, have been dating my boyfriend, 32, for two years now. During our time together, we've had our ups and downs, but largely things were okay until two months ago. He lost a friend of his and started to become depressed. I love him so much, and I want to see him succeed, but this has to be dealt with. I offered to talk about it. He declined. I asked if he's able to talk to someone else. He says no. I offer therapy as a suggestion. He says no. So here I am at my wit's end. If he can't get over this, then I can't see how we're we sh- are we're going to get married and have a family if he shuts down like this how can i approach this or should i consider leaving him daria or daria daria well, something like that well two months ago it was only two months ago so it's under- understandable that he's depressed he's grieving especially um, if, the, if this was a sudden death or just because the, the i'm assuming this friend was his age um but that Maybe being said yeah, I mean that. Yeah, and that. That being said, he's made it clear that he doesn't want help at this time or doesn't think he needs it. Um, you can bring up couples therapy uh, as as his depression impacts you too. Mm-hmm. Um, and if he doesn't want to do that, you kind of have your answer, and it's up to you if you want to seek uh, counseling on your own. Uh, and you shouldn't have guilt about deciding that you need to exit because he's made it very clear that he doesn't really feel he needs help. So, yeah, people have to, I think we've talked about this before, is that people need to want to get help in yeah. order to get help. But again, I think count, couples counseling, and again, as you frame it as, I'm concerned about you, and I think it'd be good if we talk to someone together. Um, sometimes, you know, counseling can be kind of a scary thing to people, and I think that um, the going as a couple, I think, really helps. And I think also when you frame it as, this is impacting me too, and I really think we need to talk to somebody, I, I think that may help. Cause it's true. So what do you think? I think like in my mind here, I, I think we, we oftentimes think of like separation as like a permanent and be like a bad thing. But in this case, like this person may just need some time apart. Um, Mm. Like, and I guess it really depends on like how much do you feel Daria, like that you're unable to sort of work with this because I'm guessing this guy probably, you know, if he was, if he, you know, if he was able to work with you on this, you would have, you know, found some way to maybe come up with a plan or something like that. So you guys could work on it together, but you've tried and he says no. And if you feel like the relationship is just going in a negative direction and there's nothing that you can do, I mean, I'm not saying you have to permanently break up with him as in like forever, but it might be good to just try spending some time apart. Who knows, maybe he's feeling a little overburdened with, you know, having you around and whoever else. Not to say that that's why. I mean, I'm just, you know, just sort of speculating here. But I would say probably be best to maybe just take some time apart. Uh, you can even give him, like, a time where you guys come back together and reevaluate and see maybe if things are going in a positive direction. Who knows? Uh, but I would say in terms of your involvement with this issue, you've done all that you really can do. Uh, if you feel like there's nothing more that you can really contribute to get this in a positive direction, I'd say, yeah, maybe just take a step back and see where things take you. So mm-hmm. it's unfortunate, but at the same time too, sometimes these things help. Uh, maybe, you know, maybe if, if the conventional methods of you suggesting that, you know, he seek help are not being received, maybe he just needs to find a way on a, of his own volition and means to resolve the issue. 
So, mm-hmm. cool. Okay. I also mentioned too that depression and grief can make you feel immobile. Yeah. And that's where I think it's important. You know, it, if you agree to a couples therapy, I think sometimes that's the way to go because you're making the appointment mm-hmm. and going together. And I think that's helpful compared to just telling someone they need help because again, sometimes someone may not. Yeah. To call someone. It's so hard to when it comes to like getting help for something like this because everyone's different. Mm-hmm. Like everyone's got oh, some yeah. sort of different sort of way to get to that place where they need to go. Mm-hmm. So right, and people deal with grief in all different ways. Yeah. So it's but tough. The, the, no, go ahead. No, I was just saying it's it's just tough. It's not everyone's able to do it the same way. So right, right. All right. Okay. So you want me to read Terry? Uh, yeah. Okay. So, um, cause you read Daria, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. So, uh, Terry says, my girlfriend and I are in a long distance relationship at different universities, but close enough that we can spend our weekends together. She has two Facebook accounts and I've known this for a while, but I didn't care until recently when I looked at her friends list on her other account, it's her four best girlfriends and a guy that she hangs out with that tells me not to worry about, but hasn't introduced me to. The privacy settings are locked up tight for both of her alt account, both her alt account and his, so I can't see much about what's being posted. But she uses it regularly and talks to him regularly via Facebook Messenger. They also hang out from time to time because he lives in a town near where she studies, and he vacations sometimes in her home country, a very touristy country. I've never met him, and to be fair, I've gotten upset about him before. So maybe she doesn't just doesn't want me to. Where am I? Oh, doesn't want me to worry, or doesn't want to fight. Anyways, he sets off my alarm bells. When I bring him up, I get told to trust her, and he's just a friend and there's no feelings. It makes me feel like a prick for trying to dictate her personal life or pry into it. Is it fair to break up over this? I honestly don't know if anything's going on, and I do love her. We've been together three years, and I'm not about to try and break into her social media account. Hmm. I guess I'm not sure if I'm right not to trust her or this guy, or if I'm just being a paranoid control freak. Terry. Terry, you can you don't even have to have a reason to break up with somebody. We just talked about mm-hmm. um, you can just feel like this isn't working. Um my first feeling is never trust someone that says trust me. <laughs> just, yeah. That's an immediate like, uh oh. Um, but I think the important thing is you feel you feel odd about it. You your spidey senses are tingling. So um I think that's the important thing that, that you feel uncomfortable with it. And it sounds like you've brought it up, but She's kind of like, don't worry about it. So it's now up to you as to whether you can tolerate this or not. Um, I think also, if you didn't have an inkling that something was going, mm. looking at her account wouldn't have brought up these feelings. Yeah. So, and that's where you can look at whether it's it's something that's a real concern or like you say that you're worried paranoid free. If you don't have any evidence that someone's do some, doing something and you're accusing them of something, that's one thing. But if there's evidence or you look and something's not adding up and your gut's telling you something's off, probably something's off. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I guess I'm sort of concerned that when he asked for some more information, he's being like walls are being put up because that tells me like there probably is something going on there because if the, if this person had nothing to hide, like they could just say, yeah, you know, then there's nothing going on here. But the fact that like the barriers are being put up and that, 
you know, yes, you're being told that there's nothing going on, but like there's still those barriers up. It's kind of, I don't know, it doesn't quite add up because like if, if you know, uh, I would say in a healthy relationship, if, if somebody comes to you with a concern and, you know, they kind of want some information maybe to help alleviate their concerns, you're going to, generally speaking, unless it's like something like horribly egregious, you're going to open yourself up and sort of say like, hey, yeah, here's the facts, here's what's going on. So if somebody doesn't do that, they don't open up themselves to sharing that information with you, that kind of tells me like you're sort of being fed something, like you're being fed information, uh, but you're not being fed the actual facts. So I don't know. It, I've got a, I got the impression that, yeah, there's probably something going on. Whether it's, I don't know, maybe it's something as stupid as they used to date and they have photos of them dating and they just don't want you to see it. Uh, or maybe there's still something going on or who knows, or maybe he's a Trump supporter. Like, I don't know. There's any number of things it could be, but <laughs> I like how you couch them with all the other horrible, horrible things. <laughs> maybe he goes ass to mouth. I don't, you know, like there's tons of, uh, oh, you had to go there. We bring it, bring it back to, <laughs> no, I'm just like, there's, there's tons of different things it could be. Um, but either way, the fact that this person's not sharing with you what's going on, even after you requested to kind of get some more information tells me that, yeah, there's something going on. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And again, Terry, you don't really, you could just have a bad feeling about the relationship and that's enough to, you don't have to justify why you're breaking up with somebody. It could nope. just be that it's not working out. Yeah. And it may be that, that you feel like this, like, like you said, that there are some walls being put up and there's some, um, kind of evasiveness and that and that's enough so yeah i guess yeah like if you've tried your best and you're still just finding that you're there's you're not able to get the information you need then yeah mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong and, with yeah just breaking up you don't have to give an excuse i feel like we mm-hmm. we feel the need to give an excuse like to justify ourselves but you don't always you know it might be right. good to tell the person maybe why but you don't have to get into like super elaborate detail mm-hmm Right. And I was going to come up with something really good and I can't think of it right now. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I, well, I know was, I, I think long distance relationships can be a challenge. Um, mm. And I don't know how often you're seeing each other, but I, I think, I don't know if he mentioned, but that also brings up a lot of issues too, because when you don't see each other, I think that brings up some issues with trust as well. So it's it's just a challenge. I'm not saying that long-distance relationships can't work out because sometimes they do and they do well, um, but it just throws another kind of speed bump in there. So. Mm-hmm. Well, it sounds like you might be in different countries. Maybe. So that's that's really long distance. So. Yeah. Cool. Uh, well, that's it for Nerds in Love this week. Good questions as always. Good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always like it when we get ones where you know you, you the answer is not obvious, or maybe it's obvious to one person, but then the other person adds mm-hmm. a really interesting dimension to it. That's always great. So, yeah, keep them coming. Even if you know maybe these things are terrible, at least we can you know help each other out. So, yep. Uh, you can always contact us either through Steph's website stephaniesarkis.com or you can email us mailbag at threeingrenades.com. Or you can even do like one person this week and just Twitter us. Somebody DM'd on Twitter and was like, "Hey, I've got a oh, question really? for Nurse Love." Yeah, I was like, "Oh, okay." Oh, cool. Sure. And I've got a contact form on my website too. So. Yeah, 
You can DM Steph and, on Twitter too if you want. Yeah, and, and give us follow-ups because we really like that. Yeah. I think I asked one person for a follow-up and then I couldn't even find their original email and it was just bothering me because I'm like, uh, I want to know more. And they were like, things went well. Thanks for the advice. But I could not find their original email. So I had <laughs> Oh, no yeah. Idea. So give us a little like summary, just like one sentence. Even hey, you, I... Yeah, even what you could do, forward your original email or reply oh, yeah. to it. So mm-hmm. then at least it's in that chain because I've had actually, this has happened a few times where people follow up and I can't find the original email and not like I don't, you know, at the end of the day, Hey, if you say we helped you out, that's awesome. But I would like to be able to at least link the to and figure it out. So, and if for some reason you don't want us to talk about it on the podcast and you just want to share how, you know, just let us know that. Yeah. Just say, Hey, just, you know, as an aside, I want to post it. I want to give you that's cool too we just like to know you know that we're helping people yeah for sure and you can also help us by rating the podcast and subscribing yep always helps us out so yep cool well with that said we'll see you all next time bye for now bye everybody